Lord, people of God. Um, I am a little late. We're recording Word Wednesday. So we have a word for today for you guys. Um, I would like to start with prayer, if you don't mind. So I want to say, Father God, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. Lord, we love you. We ask for the forgiveness of our sins. Father, forgive us. Forgive our children. Forgive our ancestors. Forgive our parents. Forgive everyone, including us, that have broken your commandments. Father, we ask that you restore us and wash us in your blood. We ask, O oh God, that you create within us a pure and clean heart and renew within us a right spirit. We ask, O oh God, that you lead and guide us through your word and your Holy Spirit. We ask, O oh Lord, that you keep our hearts filled with peace and love in our surroundings. We ask, O oh God, that we communicate and walk with people that are pleasing to you, that love you, that will encourage us and help us in a peaceful walk with you. We thank you in advance, O oh Lord, for everything you've done, even waking us up today. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. And we can never repay you. And we give you all the glory in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. So the word for today is um, Leviticus chapter 5 verses um, 1 through 6. So the word of God says, If anyone sins in that he hears a public adjuration to testify, and though he is a witness whether he has seen or come to know the matter, yet does not speak, he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches an unclean thing, whether a carcass or an unclean wall animal, or a carcass of unclean livestock, or a carcass of unclean swarming things, and it is hidden from him and he has become unclean, he has realized his guilt. Or if he touches human uncleanliness, or whatever sort of uncleanliness may be which one becomes unclean, it is hidden from him when he comes to know it and realize his guilt. Or if anyone utters with his lips a rash oath to do evil or to do good, or a sort of rash oath that other people swear, and is hidden from him when he comes to know it, he realizes his guilt in any case of these. When he realizes his guilt in any case of these and confesses the sin he has committed, he shall bring it to the Lord as his compensation for the sin. That he has committed a female from a flock, a lamb or a goat, or a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. Now, this is the this is Leviticus chapter five, one through six. And this is this is the the Bible has ten parts. This is a part of the Old Testament, and this part is called the law. Um Jesus says that I came not to abolish it but to enforce it. A lot of people says, um, well, we don't live by that, but only God's spirit can unlock and give us knowledge to what is active. And every piece of God's word, believe me or not, is still active. God is saying in his word that now, and ever since then, he's bringing the truth to light. Anyone, whether they claim to be of him or not, that has seen wrong or see anyone sinning or doing wrong, whether they see it or don't see it, but they come to know of it, he said he's going to hold that person responsible that knows they're doing wrong but haven't corrected or said anything about it. 
He says anyone that's doing wrong, you're sinning. Whether you think you knew sin or don't know sin, or whether you think it's sinful or don't know sin, so whether you know the Bible or not, to you, he will still judge you. Anyone that has spoken things or made an oath to God or to other people, and if that oath, whether it is good or bad, God says, now I will hold you accountable. He says, you must confess your sin, whether you know it was a sin or you try to say it wasn't a sin and you didn't knew it was a sin, whether you were provoked to sin or not to provoke to sin. He said, you must confess your sins, not just to him, but now you have to confess to the person you have wronged. So think about this. If you have thought bad about somebody or gossip about somebody, God says now you have to go to them and confess and then come to him and ask for forgiveness. In here it says you must present a offering which is a, a lamb. We know that Jesus Christ is the lamb. God is saying Jesus Christ already paid a price for you. This law is still in effect, but he has edited the law. So because if it's edited, it's not wiped out. Jesus Christ now is the lamb of God. He's the one that made atonement for your sins. So when you finish asking those people for forgiveness, you have to go to Jesus Christ and then he will petition your sin before God. So if you understand this, it's simple. Whatever you're doing now, that's wrong. Whether it be fornicating, lying, cheating, whatever you're doing, whether you think it's wrong or not, if it breaks God's word, you're going to be judged for it. If it's hurting someone else or you've said it behind their back, whether they heard it or didn't hear it, you have to confess it to them before you're forgiven. For you to be forgiven, you have to really mean what you're saying. You have to truly be sorry for the sin you've committed against God. You have to go to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ will petition God regarding your sin. That's the word. So in simple words, don't sin. Don't talk about people. Even if somebody wrong, you pray for them. You can. Ex the Bible said, do not speak evil of anyone that have not wronged you. You can talk to a fellow brother or sister about it that's filled with the Holy Spirit. And they, their advice would be forgive and pray. Not gossip about them. And remove the matter out of your heart so it doesn't cause you to be bitter or to keep causing harm to that person because then it brings you into trouble if you see people doing wrong and because you're trying to be um, friendly with the crowd and you're not correcting them god says he's holding you responsible for it now so in simple words look around watch your news everything god says is manifesting he's not playing church anymore you guys have to choose who you're going to serve. It's simple. He's not saying, please serve me. He said, choose who you're going to serve. If you're going to sin, I don't care if you come to church on Sunday. I will send you to hell. I am going to do it. But if you're going to obey me, and it's not just obeying him. It's not just I'm going to be a stickler and just obey the word. The word is there to guide you, to educate you, to protect you. He's saying you must have his spirit. Romans 8 you must know him you must have a relationship with him not a religion 
a relationship with him so that he can guide you and lead you. That's what helps you with your journey with God. Anything else will not help you with your journey with God. You must believe he is who he say he is. So if you pick up the Bible a million times and read it and try to live it, you're going to always fall because that's not it. It's like if someone tries to please you, but they don't really know you. They, they say they love you and that's fine. But how do you love somebody if you don't know what pleases them? If you don't know who they are, you don't take the time to know them. A lot of us want that. I call it the Burger King effect. They want that that Bible on the go. I'll go to church on Sunday and they think I've done my good deed for the day. And then I go back to doing what I'm doing. I go back to lying, sinning, gossiping, um, committing sins, all types of sins, sexually and otherwise. And they feel like this is God and God is pleased with that because they've done that little bit. So God has to take that. I got news for you. God says, you don't want to live for him. You don't want to praise him. Listen, he'll make a rock do it for you. That's how much you're worth. He created you. He can do it again. God is giving each of us a chance to change so we can see the blessing he has on the other side for us. We can walk the streets of gold with the new Jerusalem. God made that promise before in Genesis 1. He built the Garden of Eden and we human beings violated it with his people. He's not talking to people that already know they are who they say they are. They say they're not saved and they don't care anything about him. He's not talking to them. He's talking to the ones that carry that Bible that's saying they're of God. But they're, they have so much hate in their heart. They're teaching people to hate other people. They're, they're doing so much wrong with it. And then the church get blamed for it. It's not about a church. It's not about a church. It's about a relationship that you should have with God. It's about that faith-based relationship. You as a human being, when you get in a relationship, the minute for women, they don't bring you flowers or treat you special or, or don't spend time with you, you, you're offended. Oh, you don't spend no time with me. You expect the love to last. But we want to do that to God. We want to do what we want to do. Disrespect him. Don't live for him. Hide when people are around because we don't want to tell them we're safe and we can't talk like them or behave like them. For the guys, the minute you can't get what you get, you're upset. Oh, you must be cheating. But you do that to God. You go after false God all day, every day. And then we, we, we think that we're okay. We go before God and we think, well, I read a little scripture today, so he should be fine with that. As if he's your, 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 you, 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 he's your, you're the boss. And, and he's the child. God is addressing this today. Every single person, if you have a Bible and you know how to read and you claim that you're a Christian, you will be judged. Every single person that don't have a Bible, that didn't pick it up, that don't know him, this Bible says you still going to be judged. You don't escape it either way. It says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. doesn't matter what you believe now. doesn't matter if you don't want to bow now. You're going to bow. You're going to bow. Then we have a lot of people that preach that message of love. God is love. And you must love everyone. Even if they're doing wrong and breaking stuff. You must love a snake even if it's going to bite you. You must love a dog that's out of control even if it's going to bite you. You must love everything. And that's not God. 
God is the perfect love. It means you can't mimic it. It means before you go chasing after a man or a woman, chase after, chase after him. Seek him so he can show you what it means to be loved before you can love anybody else. That's what that means. God is also holy and righteous. God is a God of holiness. You understand? Everybody, when they do, when they want to do it, I say, well, I'm not perfect like God. He didn't ask you for that. But he did tell you to be holy because he's holy. He said, be holy for I am holy. He's not playing about that. God begs no one for nothing. He's not begging you to change. He's not begging you to stop messing with people's marriages. He's not begging you to stop chasing after money, by the way, where you're going to take it when you go to hell. Nothing you have now is worth anything. And that's what you've spent your entire life trying to gain. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong in living a certain way and keeping a certain way. But it's wrong if it's out of order. If God is not your source first and he's not leading you to get it and to have the help to enjoy it, then what are you going to do with it? And look at how many of your time you've given for it that you can't get back. A lot of people are not paying attention to something. Time is the very thing that you can't get back. What do you do with your day? Do you spend your time in the morning giving thanks? Do you spend the time in the morning getting to know God? Or are you one of those people that you'll read a Psalms, say a little five minute prayer and then keep going and not ask God, what do you want of you for that day? And then when you hit a pole, you have the audacity to be mad at him as if he works for you. God is big. He's mighty. He's more intelligent than anything on the face of this earth or outside this earth. You don't believe me? Look around. A lot of people can look for stuff. If he doesn't give the answer for it, you're not going to get it. He gives instruction to his people. Most of his people are too busy looking toward materialistic things. There's nothing wrong with having it. Just don't let it have you. Who is the master of your heart? Is it God? Is it people? Is it who you love? Is it drugs? Is it sexual misconduct? Is it your thief? Is it your murderer? Is it your liar? Who is it? Who is the God of your heart? Because whoever it is will determine where you're going. God is not asking you and say, please stop sinning. He's saying judgment is here. Now, this is what's going to happen. Every single one of my people, that's let's carry a Bible, let's say they know him. He says, listen up. When you see wrong, from now on, if you don't correct that wrong, I am holding you accountable. I am going to hold you responsible. Because you know me and you know I'm holy. So even if you're playing church now, God is saying, I am sending judgment now. So if it scares you a little bit, I'm glad it should. It scared me when he talks to me about it. But the one thing I want to tell you, when you get in a relationship and you really love that person, you don't want to hurt that person. So whatever relationship you're in, if it's to serve the devil, 
then you're going to keep doing what you're doing. And in the end, you're going to have judgment. Very painful one, but it's going to be judgment. But if you're in a relationship with God, then you do whatever it takes to please him. And that starts with a relationship daily with him. If you have your spouse or you have someone that you're dating and they only spend five minutes a week with you, you're going to get mad. You're going to say they're cheating. You're going to do all that. But you want to do that with God. So hear me, brothers and sisters. God is saying we can no longer stand on the sidelines. We have to speak up. We can no longer say, oh, that's their business. We have to speak up. He says he wants us to speak up. Or we will be held accountable for whatever we're allowing to take place in our presence. Or we, or if we, we come to know of it. Do you hear what he said? He said, if you even knew of it, I'm going to hold you accountable because you didn't do anything about it. So glory to God. This is Word Wednesday. And I wish I could come all cherry to you. I have the peace of God in me, but I can't come cherry to you i have to bring the word of god the way he's given it to me or guess what the very thing i say to you will happen with me and that ain't no 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 so i will tell you what god says the way he tells me to say it and remember god is not doing this because he hates you he loves you and he doesn't want us to go to hell he loves us so much and he's given us so much time to turn around. Look at the condition of the world. All because people are selfish. All because people are greedy. Murderers and all type of stuff going on. All those spirits are loose in this world now. But people of God, we still have a chance to determine where we're going to go. We do. Because God is creator of everything. He's bigger than everybody. Nothing happens without his permission. Nothing at all hallelujah so uh, if you are not safe and you hear this message I pray that you come to know Jesus Christ I pray that he fills your heart with love and peace after you ask him for forgiveness of your sins I'm telling you it's one of the most beautiful decisions you'll ever make you will love your walk with him and hey you get to go to the new Jerusalem so I pray you think about that while there's still time because we're running out of time, believers. And I thank you guys for listening. Father, I ask that you bless each and every hearer of this word. I ask that you write it on the tables of their heart. I ask God that they multiply it, that they speak to other people as they have received it. I ask God that you cause your mercy and your grace to shine upon them and you protect them. Let no weapon form against them prosper. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for your mercy and your grace. And I give you all the glory and honor. And remember, this is your word. Share it with somebody. I don't care about the numbers. I care about the souls. Let somebody know Jesus loves them. Let somebody know that they don't have to do this alone. Amen. Love you guys with the love of Jesus Christ. Be blessed. And this is Prophetess Beverly. Have a blessed day.